0: Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Tuesday morning. Trust everybody's had a good Christmas and New Year's. We've got this, this is the new or first devotion of the New Year, So hopefully we can get it going in the right direction. And uh, just remember, let's keep an eye on Washington County school schedule. If they're out for any reason, just realize that uh, I'll either not do a devotion that morning or it'll be later in the day or something like that because where my wife and daughter are sleeping in, I don't want to wake them up so you know so just kind of keep an eye on that. but uh, so yesterday they were out for uh, in service that's why I didn't do one yesterday and that and I was just tired so <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know, people don't realize you know how much it takes out of you uh, to preach and speak. I' you know I've been most of my life which you can tell it now, I've been an avid runner and always enjoyed running. And uh I tell you after getting done preaching on Sunday morning and then Sunday night I am I, it's, I feel like I've ran 20 miles. I mean it just really takes that much out of you so I was pretty pretty tired yesterday so hopefully you understand. Let's see all we got uh, watching this morning here. We got Tracy little, Rusty Poss, Brandy Boyd young, uh, Darlene Barker, Karen Smith, and uh, Mike Hensley, Carol Dunn so I appreciate all you guys and gals for tuning in this morning and uh, watching, so appreciate you all uh, supporting this ministry each and every day. All right, my friends, at this time, let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all praise God that we get to say that wonderful pledge each and every morning and uh, uh, we get to live in such a wonderful nation, even though it's being ran by idiots right now uh, but we can still live in a in a wonderful country and I tell you what every time I turn the news on it amazes me how uh, uh corrupt and vile our government is uh, you know uh, it cracks me up how uh uh, that uh, AOC, uh, how she demands mask wearing in New York Yeah, she goes to Florida where she sits there with no mask on and uh, and because somebody called, dared to call her out, she says because Republicans want to date her. Well, I can tell you right now, uh, nobody wants to date her. So <laughs> she, so she got narcissistic and lunatic, just the lunacy of their, their thinking. When they're caught in something, they have to try to d- distract and... Uh, uh, you know, don't don't what don't don't pay attention to what your eyes are seeing. Do you do what I tell you? You know, it's kind of the mentality of most, if uh, not all, liberals. And uh, boy, they get mad. I tell you what, it's nothing more fun for me than to take a, a stick and poke at a liberal. I sometimes I get on the internet, on uh, social media, and I'll put stuff on there just to torment liberals and to watch them cry. Just it, it brings joy to me. So. <laughs> Say, well that's awful for a pastor. Maybe it is. I don't know. So we gotta have some fun somewhere. All right, let's look at our opening scripture this morning. We're looking at Colossians chapter three, verses nine through ten. It says, Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. All right. and As me, Pappy, always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. And, um, you know, Jennifer Hunnicutt, appreciate you tuning in. You know, when uh, we look at this passage here, I think one of the main lines of Colossians 3, 9 through 10. Of course, there's are several areas of discussion we can look at, and, and uh, I'm not sure how far we'll get this morning. But, uh, you know, the first is do not lie each uh, to each other. And you know, I, there was an illustration out there. Said that uh, this pastor saw these boys, and uh, there was this little dog there. And uh, they were these boys were going back and forth. And uh, the pastor come up and he said, uh, what, "What are you boys doing over here?" And He said, "Well, whoever can tell the biggest lie, gets to keep this dog, is to have this dog." And he said, "Well, when I was your age," he said, "I never considered lying." And the little boy looked at him and said, "Well, I guess you're the winner of the dog." You know, so it is, uh, you know, it, it, unfortunately, we live in a world where it's uh, easy for people to want to bend the truth and lie. It is because of our self-serving attitude and prides, and particularly if you get caught in something, y'all you know as well as I do, particularly if you're a kid, you know, you're know you going to get your fanny busted. It's easy to want to stretch the truth to your benefit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and of course, uh, tax time is coming upon us, and uh, it's uh, a lot of people uh, neglect to forget to uh, uh, demonstrate uh, all their earnings, you know, and uh, you know the the attitude of what the government doesn't know won't hurt them, kind of uh, mentality. But you have uh, uh, the evasive lies out there where. Uh, somebody confronts you you just change the subject talk about something else or you have uh, the lies to spare someone's feelings you know you can only think of the geico commercial where uh, president lincoln is uh standing there and his wife says does my fanny look big and you know he goes you know you know he's a dead man in fact they say that uh, uh his wife was a very mean horrible individual i don't know never met her but that's according to history that's what they say But anyway, uh, you know, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, man, so it's easy to say, well, you look nice today, and deep down you're thinking, my gosh, what in the world, you know, those people probably looking right now and say, what in the world is this idiot wearing, you know, uh, (laughs) check my mailbox and what he's got on, Uh, you know, it is, uh, so, you know, but you don't want to be blunt and hurt people's feelings, I've, I've dealt with individuals like it. I remember in high school and even in my college days, I'd run into individuals and uh, they'd say, well, I'm just blunt. That's just the way it is. And I thought to myself, no, you're just rude. You're just a smart aleck, nasty little jerk. I mean, that's just all that boils down to. Uh, you know, you don't have to be uh, uh, you know, nasty and just try to purposely try to hurt somebody else. And uh, you know, so you know, you always you know. And when I say, when I so now people's gonna say, well, well, if he comes up and says I look nice, and he's probably lying. No, I, if I think you look nice, I'll say, hey, you look nice today, or I like that shirt. Or, I'm not just saying that to blow smoke or to spare feelings. If I don't, if I think you look like a nut, then I'll just greet you and keep on going. You know. So now, well, then there's the opposite of that. Now if I just say hi, do you keep going? Everyone think, well, now he thinks I'm, I'm ugly. So I've just. Um, uh, uh, trying to be cordial and so there's no intent or meaning behind anything that i'm trying to do okay so don't don't get uh don't get upset and tore up at anything but you know it is uh we you know for most parts you know a lot of people uh you know i i think it uh have a hard time with always being honest you know and you know people want to uh, may have a mild headache and they call into work and uh, uh, it's easy to to want to do that if you're not uh, particularly happy with your job and unfortunately I, I can't uh, you know, sit here and say that I've never done that I have uh, been to jobs that I've hated and despised and in fact there's been jobs that I've Drove up to in the mornings and sitting there and staring at the building and trying to debate how bad I really need that job and if I was to quit, uh, how soon I could find something else to, to supplement my income. And uh, I, you know, and, and uh, in in the past, uh, I did uh, stretch the truth. Well, let's just call it what it is: a lie. And uh, lied so I wouldn't have to go in or made excuses so I wouldn't have to to do certain things and. That wasn't right. That was wrong. And uh, uh, But, you know, the point is we have to be truthful. What does God's word tell us? That uh, lying is an abomination in the eyes of God. That uh, God hates liars because God is truth. The, the word of God is truth. God is not a liar. So we have to bank on that and we have to be honest and forthcoming. Now, with that said... Again, you don't want to be blunt and nasty and, and, and say things just going to hurt people's feelings. Say, well, God said not to lie. Well, you know, you can you know, try to uh, avoid sticky situations where you may feel like you have to be put in that position to do that. You know, you sometimes you can't help but think about Abraham and Sarah where he lied and said that uh, it was his sister. Now, and technically, he didn't lie. It was his half-sister. Now, I know... Uh, to think of something like that in today's terms you're like oh my gosh how gross you know but it's when the world was starting out uh the the genetics and how things were set up wasn't quite like it was today so we'll save that discussion for another time so let's table that for right now let's focus on what i'm talking about here but it is uh and so when uh, the king found out you know because he's. Interested in her, he said, "Man, he said you could have brought down God's wrath upon me. Why would you do that? You know, because he was worried that they'd kill him and take her. You know, so uh, uh, they found out he was his wife, so he's trying to spare himself. And uh, and so you had, you know, Rahab the spy, she lied, and you know, there's situations we see in the Bible where people were putting, and you know, where they did not tell the truth like they're supposed to. I always think about Corey Tim, boom, uh, you know, she always vowed not to ever lie." And she was hiding some Jews and the Nazis come in uh, searching for these uh, uh, Jews and they were looking around. Said, where are they? She said, well, they're right here underneath this kitchen table. Of course, they looked. And there was nothing there. And I thought she was just trying to be a smart aleck. And uh, they left. Well, she didn't lie. What they didn't realize was there was a trap door underneath that kitchen table and the Jews really were under that table. So she did not lie. <laughs> and, uh, they, you know, they didn't know any better. But as Christians, I think that in order to, you know, I understand that we want to spare feelings and we don't want to purposely hurt anybody. No, we don't want to do that. We don't want to purposely hurt anybody. And we want to show a loving kindness to a fault. And the reason why I say that is there's a lot of Christians out there in their effort to uh, avoid conflict, uh, to have affirmation from the world, to have acceptance that they'll either avoid certain topics and issues uh, or uh they try to justify those sins so they don't look like uh, the bad guy and it, of course what i'm probably getting at and you probably understand what i'm talking about particularly in regards to homosexuality you know a lot of people uh christians they want to well what was the first thing that you hear when that's brought up well it's not my place to judge bulls Baloney! All right, <laughs> you know it is. Uh, come on, you know. Uh, you, you, everybody, makes, everybody makes judgment calls between right and wrong every single day. So don't, don't, don't blow smoke. You know, if there's no judgment, the, all jails would be empty. We have to judge between right and wrong. We ourselves will be judged by the same. You know, we judge by the same way we ourselves will be judged. Uh, we will also judge the angels. So don't, don't throw that. You know, that that baloney out there uh that you know because i've always heard this well uh my daddy's sitting off the judge so i'm not oh, come on get past that you're just throwing that out there because you're worried somebody's not going to like you uh now if i'm dealing one-on-one uh with someone who's battling that i'm not going to go right up to their face and say hey you're going to hell you know i mean i'd be no different than me uh you know you know you've heard of stories of uh uh uh, these legalistic pastors going to somebody holding a beer saying, so, you're going to hell that's not going to draw nobody to the lord that's not that's not going to accomplish anything I, I remember stories dad told me uh when he um you know when he started out in the ministry and he was trying to you know go to these different places where bikers hung out and uh and try to talk to them about the lord and just you know he was just trying to develop friendships you know he didn't go in there with a family bible beating people he just tried to develop friendships and i he was at um and Gerald Jones used to be uh, work on motorcycles now over in uh Boone's Creek area. And he'd come up there and those guys knew that uh he was uh, a preacher. And so they see him coming, so they would take up beard, and hide it behind their back and he I said he'd get tickled, you know, he, he's like, you know, I'm not the one that you know, you gotta answer to. He said, I, I don't care about that, you know. But I think in their mind, uh they uh, thought he'd want to condemn them when they were brought her to conviction, you know, and I always got tickled, thought that was funny. But it was uh, you know, if I'm talking to somebody one on one, I don't gonna uh, you know can, you know start going off on them. I want to talk to them. I want to show them Jesus. I want to explain to them what Christ can offer, and that's true whether gay or straight, that's that's the point. Now, as the agenda as a whole, uh, the progressive, left-leaning, liberal ideals that are being pushed out there on our children, on our communities, uh, the, the attacks on the nuclear family. Yes, as, a, as, a, as looking at it as a, as a broad agenda, I will uh, go forth and have more of an aggressive attack publicly, either from the pulpit or on social media. That's because I'm attacking agenda as a whole. But as one-on-one, I'm going to show more kindness and more lovingness. But I'm not. You get my point is I'm not condoning the action. And I think a lot of people within the Christian community confuse that and thinking they have to condone it or justify the sin uh, in order to show love. And it's not showing love if you're having push somebody off into the depths of hell. We need to redirect them and say, Look, you're headed into the wrong direction. We need to. We, we need to show you Jesus. We need to show how Christ can. Uh, can make real changes in your life. And, of course, the world wants to say that you're born that way. You can't change. That's nothing further from the truth. It is a choice. It is a lifestyle choice. And you say, well, how can you say it's a choice? Because you choose who you want to have sex with and who you don't want to have sex with. And nobody has ever died from a lack of sex. So you can choose to abstain at the very least. So don't throw into me that, you know, and if it wasn't a choice, then why so many go from gay to bi to straight? I mean, come on. It's just another smokescreen to try to justify what they're doing and try to normalize something that is wrong. But we have to speak that truth in love. And again, it doesn't matter uh, if it's gay or straight. If they're doing something or you know that they are not saved, we can't sit there and turn a blind eye. You know, it kind of goes back to... um, uh, when I was talking about Sunday morning in regards to being a progressive Christian, that the fallacy of, of downplaying the deity of Jesus Christ uh, to justify sins, uh, that, uh, that you're deep down a good moral person. No, we are inherently evil, wicked people who are headed to hell, and that's why we need Jesus Christ to save us from a very real hell, that we need the cross, we need Jesus Christ, we need salvation. In order to attain eternal life in heaven, and you justifying and downplaying things that are a, are completely contrary to the Word of God is an abomination in the eyes of God. Is wrong, and you are feeding the public a lie as a Christian. And that's why, as you know, we're looking at this verse in, in uh, Colossians three nine through eleven here. And like I said, the very first thing that we see here is do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. You are a new person in Christ Jesus, and no longer are we held down by the old ways of thinking. And uh, so we need to make sure that we are being honest and upfront in all areas of our lives. Now, like I said, I, I know it can be a sticky, precarious situation, particularly if you are a married man and your wife looks at you and say, does my fanny look fat in these jeans? Now, you're going to lay back on that and say, well, Matt said not to lie. God's Word says not to lie. Uh, the uh, Christmas holidays have not been flattering <laughs> to either one of us. So how do I get around this? Well, men, all I can tell you is run. <laughs> run with all you've got. Run away. <laughs> and, and pray she don't come after you. <laughs> so, but, uh, Of course, I say that tongue-in-cheek and as uh, a joke. But um, you know, just uh, say, you know what, honey, you are beautiful. It, uh, you know, I don't care what you look like in those jeans. If you got the smallest fan, you're the biggest fan. Of you are beautiful. There you go. That that may save may save your bacon, <laughs> and, and again, it may not. But there's there's no really real easy answer in a situation like that. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, but try to be as honest as you can, and uh, you know, don't. Uh, uh, you know, look. You know, the devil gives you plenty of opportunities to look for reasons to lie, and to be dishonest. And uh, you know, it don't take much uh, to to find ways to do that. And we want to be truthful. If you're a born-again believer, you're a child of God. You want to be truthful. You want to be honest in your dealings with other people. And uh, and I've always tried hard to be uh, honest. You know, I was trying to start this little side business in my woodworking, and uh, unfortunately, this didn't going the direction i hoped it would that's kind of hoping it would be a nice lucrative little side job amazes me though how uh you know of course the area here got really uh overwhelmed because when i was making those flags and all of a sudden everybody and her brother for the saw started making them too so it kind of pushed me out of business so to speak but then i look on fox news and all these people talking about these multi-million dollar businesses they're doing making flags that look no different than the ones I were making i'm thinking how in the world are they, you know, but anyway, God's got a reason why. But the point is, I always try to be honest, and I always try to be up front. And um, if somebody give me a dollar too much, I always try to, hey, hey, you know, I need to give this back to you. You know, I just, I, I want to I want to have a good reputation in the community. And that's why I hate selling stuff like automobiles, because I don't want somebody to say, well, that low-life preacher didn't tell me about this, and it broke down. That's why I say, if I have to sell a vehicle, I tell them every, down to the very little, tiniest, scratch it maybe up underneath the thing that you would never even see because I don't want that coming back and people saying, Well, he was not honest. I want to be honest in my dealings. I want to be honest with other people and uh I want to show Jesus in every 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 area and avenue of my life and that's my curve to you today. Be careful and uh uh, you know and, and and mind your Ps and Q's and make sure that you're being honest even if someone, nobody else is watching. Remember, God's watching. You want to be honest and do what is glorifying in His eyes. Let us pray. Therefore, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you, Lord. Thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord. I pray that uh, uh, you'll be with us each and every day. Help us to to always be honest and upright. Help us not to be so blunt that we would hurt someone else's feelings, but let us speak the truth in love, as your Word says. Let us, Lord Jesus, show the right integrity and character within us that you have put in us. And let us serve you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. And Lord, for anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let Him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray to be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching this morning to lead, God, which will protect them, and Lord, keep them safe and well as they're going to school and work and out and about, bring them home safely, be with our children, Lord Jesus, they're driving to school this morning, and Lord, uh, that they'll be keeping them safe on these roads and as they go to work, I pray to be with all those who are battling COVID situations and sicknesses of various kinds. I pray that you'll uh, continue to be with Tony Peters and uh, uh, Kim Penix and Ginger Hood and I pray that you be with Larry and Donna tonight. And Lord, uh, just pray that uh, each and every day that we make sure that we're putting you first in all situations in our lives and relationships. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And I hope everybody. Hello, Tommy Yates and Kelly Jeanette Swift. I just now saw you all. Come on here. So, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.